This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. We started 2020 with a very bearish grain market fundamentals from which these markets trended lower into August. We maintained shorts following the downtrend until the lows were recognized in August. The August 20th morning report was titled, Changing Horses, Covering Corn and Soybean Hedges. In it, I wrote that I think that the Chicago border trade is underestimating the impact of the late season drought on final production. The drought is also reducing what would have been storage issues this fall, which should have a positive impact on basis levels. I am changing horses here, and I'm covering corn and soybean hedges and intend to store the crop. And users should look for some forward coverage. Silage choppers will roll here very soon. Early field appraisals are not good. On August 25th, I wrote in that report, December corn gapped higher, and the gap could turn out to be a breakaway gap for a larger rally. Funds have a lot of potential short covering to do in corn, and fundamentals, as I believe them, to have turned around. It will take a while for USDA to confirm what is happening out here. Corn is literally dying and soybeans are trying to hang on. The way I described the Pro Farmer Crop Tour estimate was an attempt to catch a falling knife. As I noted, I had not seen crop conditions deteriorate that fast since 1976. When you see it, it is something that you remember. I told you that the trade was underestimating the yield deterioration happening. I also said it was time to change horses. We turned bullish. There are too many stress degree days that ran subsoil out of gas. The derecho took a chunk of it, but the drought will take another chunk twice as big. When China comes in and buys at least 10 million metric tons of corn, the projected carryover drops below 2 billion bushels. This crop should harvest as dry corn and store easy. Basis levels should improve significantly. You're going to want to store this crop. I'd covered all hedges and bought back the corn cut for silage this week, unquote. Again, that was written on August 25th. I bought December corn on the gap at 346 and am still long after rolling to the March contract. I correctly interpreted that gap as a breakaway gap. I also bought November soybeans at 918 and am still long that position after rolls to the January and then the March contracts. I did not miss these markets. I knew that the abrupt shift in fundamentals was going to be a difficult turn mentally for many to make from bearish to otherwise. My partner and I discussed at the time that some would miss the turn and then only remember that we were bearish earlier in the year. That also proved to be an accurate forecast. I worded the report changing horses, repeatedly telling specifically what I was doing, leaning in an attempt to overcome such psychological resistance. I hope that you got the message sent. I typically do not cash forward price grain for the specific reason that it is harder to change positions once committed to an end user. I did exactly what I had advised its subscribers to do in August, covered hedges and stored the crop. I had the equivalent of my entire crop still unsold. I did not tell you to do things that I do not do. When I'm wrong, I own up to that too. I have also maintained discipline in holding long since August. Most could not do that. They get a profit and take it, and then the trend leaves them behind. There are two very important fundamentals that I passed on to our subscribers that were material to the shift in fundamentals occurring. One shared was that we had learned that major quantities of Chinese corn buying was coming. I said they were coming for 10 million metric tons, and the carryover would drop below 2 billion bushels in the August 25th report. 
I went so far as to blast USDA for keeping this a secret too long, failing to revise their export numbers higher so farmers sold too much grain too early. One other forecast that was very important was that Brazil would not be able to fill all of its 9 million metric ton in soybean export commitments made to China for January and February. And the market realization of that is why the soybeans recently moved higher. We have pipeline supply forecasts for which racing is not complete, and they'll be forced for replacement supply here. We may have to import soybeans from Brazil next August. We were bearish early in the year when it was right to be bearish, and then changed horses and turned bullish, which despite reduced yields has been compensated for by price. So frankly, this has turned out to be a great year for us. Gross revenue is back in the black for crops for farmers with grain remaining to sell. Unfortunately, we are told that is not the case for many. The weak dollar and Western investment cash sloshing around is finding its way into commodities. I think that massive liquidity being injected into the world economy will eventually manifest itself in an inflation cycle. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.